Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. I am excited for today's guest. This woman is an amazing client of mine and also someone I've been hanging out with, so to speak, for a few years now. We love working with her, and I'm excited to have her on the show to help you all build your empire uh, with her tips and tricks that she'll provide for us today. So without further ado, today's guest is Andrea Jensen. She's the founder of the Cashflow CFO, the entrepreneur's solution to confidently running their business based on facts, not emotions, providing virtual CFO services, bookkeeping, and tech support to small business owners. Andrea has had an affinity for numbers from an early age, and prior to opening her firm, ran the accounting departments for some of the largest companies in the world. Today, Andrea's goal is simple, to empower business owners to confidently own their finances and their future. Andrea and her team help their clients implement financial systems and processes that allow for empowered decision-making to help entrepreneurs scale their business to the next level. Their modern boutique approach provides well-thought-out, practical financial solutions designed to help entrepreneurs run and scale their business faster and easier. Andrea is also a wife, mother, soccer player, and passionate volunteer who spends her free time helping kids with cancer thrive and shelter dogs find their forever homes. Andrea, it's so good to have you on the show. Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you. It's great to be here. You are welcome. I'm so glad to have you. So your your introduction fits right into the theme. What is your best tip, trick, or advice to help entrepreneurs and business owners grow their business, scale their business from six to seven figures and beyond? Mm, I love that. I love that uh, question, Sophie, because it's so important for business owners who are at six figures and scaling to seven figures there's a lot of moving pieces, right? We're, we're trying to determine how to best allocate our budget, how to invest in building a team and being able to deliver um, at a higher revenue level. And so it's so, so important for business owners at this level right now to make sure that their foundation is solid with their financial reporting. And so a lot of times what that means is looking at your existing team, your existing financial team. You may have had a bookkeeper that you started with when you started the business. And, you know, a lot of times we see um, entrepreneurs outgrow their existing team and they need that next level of support and advice and guidance that, um, you know, it's, it's more than just a bookkeeper. And so I think looking at, you know, when I was back going through that transition phase in my business, it was really looking at systems, financial systems. So how is all, how are every, all of the transactions getting categorized? And when they show up on my P&L, are they telling me the story that I need to see and I need to understand to be able to make decisions to grow the business? And so a lot of times what that is, is we see, um, for example, if you offer three different services, a lot of times we see all three lumped into one income category, 
Well, that doesn't give you any visibility into which are your winners and which are your losers. And as you're scaling from six to seven figures, you need to be really clear on which services sell more and how much does it cost you to deliver each of those individual services so that you can cut your losers and do more of what's working. Um, so that's a really good um, starting off point as far as making sure your PL is set up in a way, uh, your chart of accounts flows through to your PL so that you have that visibility and you're able to use it to make decisions. As that trickles down, you want to make sure that you are allocating the proper percentage to each of, uh, we call them the big buckets, the big categories, right? So in your business, when you're looking at your PL, if you can imagine that you have four big buckets and those buckets, the first one is your revenue. The second is your cost of goods sold. So if you're a product-based business, then you're going to be cost of goods sold. If you're service-based, it's, it's actually called cost of revenue. But to keep it simple, we're going to use a term that everyone's familiar with. So just cost of goods sold. Then you have your general and administrative expenses. You have your marketing. Um, and then you have your profit. Okay. So you actually, there's, there's five there because usually I don't count the revenue. But for this example, I want you to be able to identify here are the sections. And I want to be able to roll up all of those expenses under each category into one number so that I can quickly look at my P&L and get a snapshot of how much is my cost of goods, how much is my marketing, how much is my G&A, and how much is my profit. Once you have that set up, then you can say, okay, for every dollar in revenue that I bring in, I know how much it costs to deliver my service or my product. And so you want to keep that percentage. So your cost of goods bucket should not be more than 45, 50 at the top end percent of every dollar that you bring in in revenue. And then you want to look at your general and administrative. And that should, so your general and administrative is the catch-all. If it's not a direct expense, to produce your product or deliver your service, um, and it's not a marketing, then it falls in the GNA bucket. And the GNA bucket should be somewhere between 20 and 30% of every dollar in revenue that you bring in. Okay. Then you have your marketing, and that typically runs about five to 10%, depending on what type of business you're in and how heavily, how heavily you need to invest. You know, if you're doing ads and things like that, you're gonna have a higher marketing spend. Um, budget. And then your profit bucket. So a lot of times business owners, there's a couple things that, that I hear a lot of. I have profit on my P&L, but there's no money in the bank. I hear that a lot, right? Well, that's because your P&L is not telling you your non-P&L transactions. So if you have a loan that you're making a payment on, only the interest is going to show up on your P&L, but that principal payment is a non-P&L transaction, right? So that's going to come out of your profit bucket. So anytime you're servicing your debt, you're reinvesting back into the business, you're putting money aside for taxes, or you're taking a distribution as an owner, all four of those things come out of your profit bucket. Okay. So if in your head you could visualize, I've got $1 in revenue, and I have to pick how I'm splitting it between those four big categories. That right there, if you can conceptualize that and implement that into your business, you're going to be 
light years ahead of your competition and other businesses that aren't looking at it that way. Because what that does is it gives you a quick way to look at your P&L and say, am I in the range that I want to be for each of these categories? And if not, you're going to tell right away and you'll know where you need to go in and fix things as the business owner. So for example, say your G&A is coming in at 50%. Okay, that's a big red flag, right? You want to be between 25, 20, 25, 30% there. You need to go in and see where am I overspending? Because that's a leaky bucket, right? That's a money leak in your business. And so the the tip that I just gave you there with the percentages for each of the buckets, that's a quick way to go in and to identify where you need to spend your time and get things back in alignment so that you're not spending your profit um, you know, unnecessarily. And if your your percentages are not lining up like the examples that I just gave, you, you know, that's what you need to work towards. And that's what's going to get you from that six figure to the seven figures. And you're going to do it in a way that doesn't, you know, make you go crazy and pull your hair out because any, any fast growing business is going to eat up cash like crazy because you're investing ahead. You're, you're adding more team, you're adding more marketing spend for customer acquisition. So you want to make sure that you're keeping an eye on where the money is allocated in the business and so that's how you'll be able to achieve that by, by setting up your P&L in that, that way. Wow, that is really great information because I know I'm at a point for myself where I'm still managing my books and my P&L through an accounting software. I haven't quite hit that level where I need you, but I'm getting close. So I'll be giving mm-hmm. you a call. <laughs> but um, so I, and I love the percentage piece because I do think along those lines and, you know, and I, I have to say that the accountants of the past for me, for, especially for tax purposes, have told to get, told me to be way more granular with my expense categorization and everything. So my PL is sort of built into those buckets, but within like, there's like all kinds of little categories in there mm-hmm. yeah. in my PL as well. Yes. So that's still okay as long as the overarching categories are what you're looking at for the whole piece of the picture and those percentages you gave. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. yes. So you can have as many sub accounts under those big headings, under those big bucket categories as you need, um, as your business requires. To do a, a, a quick spot check, you want to be able to roll those categories up into that one number for each of those those big buckets that we talked about. Okay, great. So then my next question kind of ties into that again with the percentages. So, you know, everybody talks about net profit. What is my net profit? What do I want my net profit to be? And, you know, I've heard ranges from anywhere from, you know, you should have at least a 35% net profit in your business to, uh, you know, I even have a coach that says your net profit should be 75%. And I'm like, I would love that business. (laughs) I'm like, how the heck do you do that? Because I've, you know, I've been in business for 12 years now. And I'll admit the first several years, I didn't track my numbers that well and that deeply. But a few years ago, when I did start tracking everything, you know, the one year I found I had, I almost, I was almost at like a 10% net profit. And I went, whoa, I got to change what I'm doing here because I'm practically in business for no reason. I'm not getting anything out of it. 
So what is, in your mind, what is that really great range of net profit that the company should be making month after month, year after year? What do you say that ideal level is? Yeah, that's a great question because it really depends on your industry and it depends on where you are in the life cycle of your business. So if your most six-figure businesses are still doing a lot of testing of their business model to find out which exact recipe is going to be the one that allows me to scale. So if they want to go from six to seven figures, you want to be looking at, you know, it, and here's, there's a lot of components into this answer. It's not a straight answer, but depending on how much debt you need to service. So if you're, if you have a lot of, you know, a line of credit, you've got a, a business loan, you need to make sure that your profit covers that. You also need to look at your owner's compensation package. So depending on your business entity, some business owners are on payroll. Some business owners just take a distribution. So if you're on payroll, then you don't need to account so much for distribution if that's your the way that your tax person has set you up. That means that your profit could be a little bit lower because you're actually pulling it out above, right, in your payroll section. So that so there's a lot of little components that go into answering that. But I would say for a six-figure business um, that is doing a lot of testing to confirm the business model that's going to take them to the seven figures, a 10 to 15% profit range is probably a decent one because you're putting a lot of money back into the company to test different things. Will this marketing thing work to get the, the level of customer acquisition that I need to be able to convert those into paying customers to hit my revenue goals. Um, you know, you're trying different team members out, you know, what's the proper mix? How am I delivering my product or service? How, you know, all those things. Once you get to seven figures, then you should be seeing a higher profit margin because you're not doing so much of the, the, the tweaking the model, right? You, right. at that point, you know, what works and you're just doing more of it. Correct. So I think, um, the other piece of that question is if you're uh, a coach and you don't have a team, you're going to have a higher profit margin because you're delivering all the services. As you transition from six to seven figures, you have to have a team because you can only do so much as one person or a small team, right? You have to expand your team and that's going to require you to bring in different layer levels of, of management, middle management, supervisors, right? All of those things are not uh, a revenue generator directly. Right. So to answer your question <laughs> in a very long roundabout way, it depends on where you are in your business. And here's the thing. This is why business owners need a CFO that's the beauty of my business is we're fractional. You don't need a full-time CFO. You can't afford, you know, 150K plus salary for a CFO, but you can afford, a, you know, a quarter of that to get you that strategic advice that's custom to your exact business. And here's another thing that we hear a lot of from business owners, and they say, but I have a CPA. Why aren't they telling me this advice? And the reason for that is because I like to give the analogy that Say, you know, Sophie, you're the business owner, you're driving down the road in your car, sitting in your back seat is your accountant or your bookkeeper and your tax preparer. They're looking out the rear view window of the car, telling you where you went, how much you spent. That's their job. They're looking historical data. 
your CFO is sitting in the front seat next to you, looking out the front windshield, telling you, hey, here's what's coming up. Here's how to plan and here's how to be profitable. So they're crafting that that strategy, that financial strategy for you that then you, the business owner, go and implement and then your bookkeeper records how it went, right? And then your tax person just, you know, gives strategy on how to, to minimize your your tax bill. So everybody in the car has a very um, important role to play in a business, but they're all going to give you very different targeted advice because that's their training. That's, you know, what their, um, what their experience is in. And that's why a lot of times business owners say, well, why isn't my tax preparer telling me this stuff? It's like, because that's not what their job is. That's not what they're, you know, they're there to save you money on taxes. And that's a very important role. And you want to keep them in their lane, right? So so that's why we do what we do by offering the fractional CFO services and the accounting services so that we can cover two of those roles in your business. And then, you know, you've got the tax um, on its own little thing. So, um, yeah, so that's. That's another piece of advice that I would say for for business owners going from six to seven figures is identify who on your team is in each role, and it should not all be the same person. Got it. And no, that's good to know because, you know, all these years I've pretty much just dealt with accountants, my CPA, doing my taxes and telling me ways I can save on my taxes. And I've done all the the bookkeeping and the P&L and the forecasting and the planning and all that. And and like I said, I am this close to being ready for those fractional CFO services, which I'm glad you brought up because, you know, you're right. The fractional CFO is going to do what you need them to do without being that full time 150K plus salaried position that you you know, where I'm at, you know, I'm at multiple six figures now. So, but I'm nowhere near, if I had to pay someone 150 K, I would be living in the hole. I wouldn't even have a right. profit margin. So it's good to know. And I don't know that a lot of people understand that there are such things as fractional CFOs and fractional CEOs and all those different kinds of virtual roles that you can have on a part-time basis but even though they're part time, you're knee deep in my business. You'd be knee deep in my business and my finances, showing me the road to go and where I need to cut costs and those different things. Whereas even, you know, some bookkeepers kind of sort of do that, but they're definitely, like you said, not in that full on role of being that CFO that says, this is where you want to go. This is how you get there. These are the things you need to do financially to do get to get there. So that mm-hmm. is all great information. And it's and I'm really glad you came on because I can tell you, obviously, I'm not a CFO and, and bookkeeping kind of person. So all my tips and tricks over the time have been everything but that kind of a financial thing. So your input is going to be really great. My listeners are going to eat this up. So that being said, yes. how can my listeners find you, get more information on you and figure out if they're ready to take on that fractional CFO and bookkeeping services that you offer? Yes, absolutely. Um, Well, I would invite anybody who wants more of this info um, to find us on Facebook. Uh, We have a Facebook group that is called Money Secrets of Seven Figure CEOs. And um, you can join our group there. We give all kinds of tips and tricks like this and um, really talk to um, 
to that group and answer questions that are specific to their business and things like that. Um, you can come to our website and learn more about what a fractional CFO is, how it can help support their business um, as they're growing it. And that is the cashflowcfo.com. And um, you can schedule a, a, a call there to chat more in depth about your business if you have more questions. And um, we'd be happy to tell you a little bit more about how we can help support you in that journey from six to seven figures because we've done it ourselves. Um, we've helped many, 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 many of our business owners do it. And so, you know, that kind of refers back to outgrowing your existing financial team. You want somebody that's been there, figured out all the things and can tell you, do this, do this, don't do that. <laughs> we learned. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, to help make, make your, your, um, you know, adventure. Cause it really is, it's fun going from six to seven figures. You know, you just, you learn so much and, um, yeah. So we get to support a lot of businesses with that journey and, um, and it's, it's so fun. It's, it's what, you know, gives us joy. Oh, that's great. I really love that. Well, I want to just thank you one more time for being on the podcast and bringing this kind of information to my people. It's going to be, I'm no, I'm sure it's going to be well-received and hopefully you'll get a lot of phone calls or at least some inquiries because, mm -hmm. you know, the financials are a big piece of making that next step while having, you know, like you outgrowing the financial team is one aspect of it, but also needing more team or outgrowing the little team you may have. And if you are a solo who happened to get to multiple six figures without a team of any kind, you definitely have outgrown your team because <laughs> you're the only probably one going doing crazy. <laughs> so yeah. So no, this has been really great. I really am glad you uh, had took the time to come on to the podcast today. And um, to my listeners out there, Please give Andrea, uh, you know, a look-see in her Facebook group, her website. And if you know you're at that point where you're ready for that kind of financial advice, look up Andrea and, and have a conversation with her because I'm sure she can uh, tell you, you know, she's not going to steer you wrong. And she's also not going to say, oh, well, you need to hire us if you really don't need to hire her. That's the cool right. thing about Andrea is she's not going to just say, oh, yeah, you need to hire us and I'm going to do this for you. And she's going to make sure it's a fit for everybody involved. And that's a, that's another great thing about Andrea. She's not just going to say, yes, you need us. She's going to, you know, really explore it with you and, and, you know, kind of hold your hand through it. So thank you for being on the show, Andrea. And with that, everybody, I bid you all farewell. And I will see you next week on the next episode of building your empire with Sophie Zoe. Thanks for joining me for another episode of building your empire for more tips on business building and living your best life check out our website at sophiezoe.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.